0: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Merry Christmas. If you think about it, Christmas means different things to different people. So when you hear Merry Christmas, or when you say Merry Christmas, what do you mean? Or what do you think others mean? I think we can divide Christmas into three categories. A pop Christmas, a full Christmas, and a real Christmas. Pop Christmas could be considered a plastic Christmas that has little to do with the real thing. It is about holiday cheer without the holy in holiday, Pop Christmas is secular. It is Christmas without Christ. It is but the commercial Christmas, often the politically correct Christmas, the one that is simply a holiday or a festive time. In the Pop Christmas, there is no baby Jesus, for everything religious is avoided, along with anything that is genuine and anything that has eternal benefits. Pop Christmas is all about the snowman, those various holiday or Santa movies, the sugary treats, and a type of holiday mysticism. It is a huge boon for the entertainment and the toy industries because it wants a plasticky cheer with, of course, plastic cards all maxed out. Songs of an omniscient Santa tell you that those who are naughty Get nothing, and those who are nice get rewarded. The notion of rewards for good people and punishments for bad people is, however, contrary to the Christian message that we all so sorely need. You see, according to our sinful human nature, the sin that we have inherited all the way back from Adam. Everyone could be considered, to use the language of the pop culture, naughty, and no one is nice. For as it is written, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We are not saved by our works. Christ is the one, if you will, was nice, for he was the perfect one, the sinless son of God who was born in Bethlehem in order to save you. But remember, the pop Christmas knows no Christ. While pop Christmas may be entertaining and fun, it is ultimately an empty shell without the hope of everlasting life. Now, I mentioned the second one is full Christmas, and that one is far better, for it carries on the old traditions of Christmas trees and Christmas carols family gatherings, and gift-giving, and many other fine and good traditions. Full Christmas is good, as long as we do not lose sight of the real thing. In full Christmas, there are many great symbols connected to Christianity. The Christmas tree became popular in northern Europe in the 1500s. Its green foliage in the dead of winter can symbolize the everlasting life that our Lord Jesus Christ came to bring. The lights that we place on the tree, and really everywhere else these days, remind us that Jesus Christ is the light of the the world, a light which no darkness can overcome. The stars on the top of the tree, or the angels that we may place on the top of the tree, remind us of some of the events surrounding the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Santa who does not teach naughty or nice can fit under the full Christmas because the real St. Nicholas was a Christian known for his generosity. Gift-giving reminds us of the gifts that the Magi bring or brought to the Christ child, It also reminds us of the forgiveness of sins and eternal life that our Lord Jesus Christ earned for us when he gave up his life for us on the cross. For his life, the life of Jesus, is God's gift to us. Despite these good connections to the real Christmas, we often lose sight of the real Christmas in full Christmas. We often talk about having Christmas when in reality we are talking about our family parties, or we'll say, I hope you had a nice Christmas in hopes that you had some nice gifts that you had received. Full Christmas, because of its nostalgia, can become a lonely time for many. When we think of Christmas as the get-togethers, the gifts, and family time, sometimes we can be left feeling rather melancholy. Perhaps we gave more valuable gifts than we received and then we're not feeling so good about it. Or perhaps we have fallen on hard times and we cannot afford to give as much as we want and we're certainly not matching our neighbors. Perhaps we think about years ago when those who were in our house were much different, filled with young ones who have since moved away. Or we think of those who have died and are no longer sitting at the Christmas table with us. If we find ourselves feeling down during Christmas, it is because we are thinking about the nostalgia that comes with the full Christmas, and we are not thinking enough on the real Christmas. In contrast to Pop Christmas and Full Christmas, the real Christmas probably receives the least amount of attention yet it is the reason for the season. It is the reason to be merry, and it is the reason to rejoice, no matter what may be trying to get us down in the full Christmas. For the full Christmas has everything to do with Christ. Therefore, it has everything to do with you. In fact, the real Christmas is the Christmas you truly need. And here's why. The angel said it, Like this to the shepherds. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Unto you is born a Savior. Jesus is born not for some people 2,000 years ago. Not just for some of the good people. But a Savior is born For you. According to his mercy, Jesus came into the world to release you from your captivity. You may ask, why do I need a Savior? What do I need saving from? What could I be captive to? You need to be saved from your sins, from rebellion, and salvation from eternal death. For God says you must love him with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. But do you? Do you love God so much that you desire to dwell in the house of the Lord forever? Do you love him so much that you are willing to hear his voice at all times? Do you love him so much so that you make widely known the things That you have heard concerning the good news of Jesus Christ? Do you love him so much that you pray to him without ceasing as you are taught to do in the scriptures? Do you love him so much that you attend every church service available rather than just this one each year? Do you love him so much that you long to eat Christ's body and drink Christ's blood for the forgiveness of your sins? And just as Jesus instructs you to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, you also are instructed to love your neighbor as yourself. Do you love your neighbors so much that you would sacrifice everything, even go hungry so that they will be satisfied? Do you love your neighbors so much that you respect them, that you help them? that you never speak poorly of them, that you put the best construction on everything that they do? Do you love them so much that you never hurt them or cheat them or covet their things? None of us, when we are honest, love God or our neighbor as we ought. And these are sins that we need saving from. And so Christ Jesus was born in the city of David. He was born to give you a new birth and holy baptism to elevate you as a saint, a child of God, so that Jesus is your brother. Jesus was not born so that you could get a free license to continue in whatever sins that you prefer to do, thereby putting yourself back under a yoke of the law and under the slavery of condemnation. Instead, Jesus was born to be your Savior, to free you of these sins, to add you into the family of God so that you can walk in the newness of life. Jesus was born in lowliness so that we can be freed from our sins The Son of God himself, Christ the Lord, was born that first Christmas, the real Christmas, so that he could become one of us and die for us on the cross. Because Jesus rose victoriously from the grave, we have every reason now to be filled with joy. For our faith is not in vain, for we now have the forgiveness of sins. We know that eternal life can abide in us, and we have eternal salvation when we believe in Jesus. And this is why we celebrate with great joy his birth. The real Christmas is Christ coming for us. It is the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ coming so that our sins are taken away. The pop Christmas does not know the Savior and can even try to shut him out. The full Christmas points us to Christ, but still does not have that full gospel truth. And you don't have to stop enjoying the movies and the music of the pop Christmas, nor do you have to stop the many good things that are found in the full Christmas. But let the real Christmas be the most important for you. For in it, you hear of your Savior Jesus, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The real Christmas is the birth of Christ. It is the acknowledgement that God became human flesh, that Jesus is our Emmanuel, God with us. The acknowledgement that Jesus fulfills all the promises that our Father gave to those who waited for his coming. The real Christmas presents to us the greatest Christmas present, Jesus Christ the Lord, who grants us reconciliation to our Father in heaven, access to heaven, and eternal life with our Lord. We truly have every reason to rejoice in this real Christmas. Therefore, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, have a most blessed Christmas as you celebrate the birth of our Lord. Amen. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen.